This episode of a podcast is filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome, everyone, to episode seven of the number two Lansing Soccer, but the number one Lansing Soccer and Coffee Podcast. The Coffee Firm presents the Coffee Podcast. My name is Jeffrey. The other voice you're going to be hearing is the man who needs no introduction. He's the star of NBC SN's Morning Breakfast, the man not afraid to pair beans with bananas, three-time featured on Premier League Mornings, Breakfast of the Morning. Give it up for Ken. That's right. My breakfast was highlighted three separate times, and I probably saw more hate from people that (laughs) I don't know. A lot of people told me to never log on again. A lot of people said, never show that again, but I don't care. Um, I got people to comment on it. Uh, Arlo White said it was an abomination. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca Lowe said, um, beans and bananas, Ken, no. Uh, But they know who I am, right? They know who I am. They have heard of you. They have heard of me, right? So I could go anywhere. I could go to FanFest and I could say, I'm the beans on toast with banana guy. Probably get booed, but they know who I am. So got that going for me. Can can we say at this point, the coffee firm, one member has gone viral. (laughs) I don't think we could say that. Maybe, maybe hated. Um, I mean, I think I saw Arlo White's tweet. There were like 500 comments or something like that. And 99.9 of them were this guy's garbage. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right with that. I mean, I mean, so Weston reads his. I mean, when Weston reads from his thing and they call him garbage, he doesn't care. So, um, I was all right with that. I thought it was funny that it popped up again. I think uh, uh, Stizzle sent me a message or, or tagged me in it and goes, "Hey, there you are again." I'm like, "Well, what is this on?" But yeah, I thought that was funny. Arlo White did come back, I think, at the next break and said an abomination was a little harsh. So, <laughs> and, and I went, I'll tell you what, I did post, um, tagged him, and I said, that's my breakfast, and he liked it. So Arlo White liked my tweet as well. So I got that going from. So look at my um, Twitter tag, three time award winning my Premier League morning breakfast. So, Anybody else got that? Nope. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Ken. Let's start the episode how we start every episode. What are you thinking? What are you drinking? Well, I'll tell you what. I stopped um, on my way home from work, and I was thinking, what should I try this time? And our friend Leonard down under, he is always apologizing for Mick Cafe. So I said, I've never had McDonald's coffee. So I tell you what, Jeff, I got a McCafe. I got a small coffee and it's uh, the mug of the cup looks nice. It's a nice shade of orangish yellow. Um, now, is this, your, is this your first drink? Are, are, we, are we about to witness this? Well, this is, I, I took a sip because you were saying it's scalding hot. So I took a sip. It was very hot. <laughs> I took a sip in the, in the drive up, right? And I got to be honest with you, Jeff, it wasn't that hot. 
So, I mean, it was normal temperature. But well, it's also hot tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but I just took a sip of it just to get the temperature. Didn't get a taste on it. So it's still it's still warm. So I'm going to give it a go here. I took that crazy little white cap of it off. I don't know if I'd be able to open that without, well, there you go, without spilling all of myself. But here we go. Uh, Mick Cafe, small from the Grand Ledge, Myers, good-looking paper cup. Here we go. Or McDonald's at Myers. Here we go. Okay, it's had time to cool, so it's not that great. Um, <laughs> but uh, honestly, um, brown water tastes like uh, uh, brown water. Um, there's no real flavor to it. Um, not that impressed with it. So that's uh, – will I give them another try and drink it right then? I probably will because I think I owe it to McDonald's. But this go-round, I don't even think I'm going to finish this one. So – no thanks. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's not a great cup, but in a pinch, I mean, hey, if you need some caffeine, it, it's it's right there. And and the thing is, it's it's always there, right? I mean, it's you don't have to go hunting for, you know, dare I say, a Starbucks or something like that. McDonald's is everywhere, so you can pop in there and get a okay cup of coffee or whatever. But um, who was it? it? Was Geese this morning uh, posted? He was at. Um, Oh God! Uh, what was the name of the that diner that he uh, got a cup of coffee at? That looked uh, good. So remember that post? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to small, think back. Small, to... small truck diner, something like that. Heart, something truck and diner. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> me, me too. But anyway, he stopped and got a cup of coffee. That looked pretty good. But this one, if it was warmer, it would be better. But I still think it wouldn't be that great. Those other things I had the other day um, were better, and then the. Uh, Wake the flock up, I think, was better, too. So, mm -hmm. But that's what I got going for as far as I'm drinking. Well, Ken, uh, this morning, because I'm not drinking coffee right now, but I was drinking a Dunkin' Donuts Caramel Me Crazy Blend. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so basically the way that I can describe this flavor is, you know, those little craft uh, individual caramel squares that you get to melt down for, like, yeah. caramel apples? Yeah. It, if you melted down like a bag of these and then <laughs> poured water on it to to make it drinkable, yeah. that's kind of what this tastes like. It tastes <laughs> like you're drinking like a glass of caramel. There's so much caramel flavor. <laughs> you're drinking and, caramel and that, creamer. <laughs> and, that's not, and that's not a bad thing. Like It's good, but after a couple cups, you're like, wow, I'm, I'm just sitting here drinking cups of caramel. <laughs> <laughs> that's just... Uh, you know, I must be getting older because that does that sweetness does not sound good. That sounds like too sweet to me. Yikes! It gets it, it gets you through the morning at work. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> when uh, when I'm sitting on a Zoom meeting, a little bit of caramel, not not that bad. Okay, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Keep get your sugar high going. That's right. Well, Ken, uh, so how many topics for what are you thinking? Do you have? Well, I've got. Three, but if we're going to follow your outline, Weston, um, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just let you take the lead on that. But one that you did not have listed, I we got to talk about the Premier League and a couple of teams mm -hmm. that are really kind of going places. And you That's know right. which one is. Oh, the yeah. Other one, the other one, West Ham United, right? They, mm -hmm. are, they are in third. Someone asked us last week or two weeks ago, where we thought West Ham was going to end up. And I said, eh, they'll end up dropping here in a little bit. And blah, they'll just be 
middle of the pack, not even top 10 or whatever. They are third right now, and they stunned Liverpool 3-2 to two last weekend. So, I don't know. Are the Hammers for real? I mean, the, here we are. They've been impressed. How far into the season are we? And they're in third. So, okay, let's see if the wheels come off eventually. But, man, can they hang on there and, and battle with the big boys instead of the – the big six or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. they're right up there mixing things up. So I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. I mean, the times that I've seen them play, it's a, it's been an exciting game. Um, they've impressed me. So I don't know. I, I think they are here to stay. And, you know, they could have been even higher. Remember when well, it was a couple weeks ago, I think they, they, they had a penalty late in the game. And I think that might have been to win it or it might have been to tie the game or something. They brought some guy off the bench. Um, I think it was their captain. They brought their captain off of the bench and he went up there to take this penalty. And, you know, just I think he got stoned or he shanked it or he didn't score anyway. And it's like, where could they have been if they, you know, got more points from mm-hmm. that game, right? They could be even higher maybe. So that that was one of my surprise teams. And we'll see if the wheels fall off the West Ham bus in the weeks to come. And then Jeff, it's the Jeff Bukowski factor. I, I, I don't hate to say it. I love to say it. Fire the cannons, Ken. Ever since you said you were throwing your support behind Arsenal, they have shot up the table. They are currently fifth in their last eight games. They are six wins and two ties there. If we include the FA cup game, they are seven wins and two ties. So, I don't know what sort of mojo you did, <laughs> but keep doing it because that's a massive turnaround. And I don't know, you know, are things really starting to gel with Mikel Arteta? Are mm-hmm. um, Yang is really starting to play better? You know, they, they've got that one guy. I can't think of what his name is, but, he, you know, he, I think he might be a Dutch player, but he's, as, he's got an O in his name and it's got a line through it. That guy <laughs> play. I think he plays in the midfield. Eric Walcott's probably just face palming right now because I don't know all the players and all that stuff like like he does. But um, yeah, I mean they're really starting to play right up the table, and it's like times you think, oh well, that's it. They you know they let one slip away. Oh well, they were due. And then I get that text from you that just says, "You're welcome." <laughs> it's like, oh god, I guess I better go check Fop Mob, and it's like, damn it, nice. So. Yeah, man, that's uh, those are my two kind of surprisers there, West Ham and the Bukowski factor um, for Arsenal. So, you know, the funny thing about Arsenal is like I threw that out and I said it. I'm like, okay. So then the first couple of games, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention just because I just want to have something to talk about on the pod. And then like by the fifth game that I'm watching, <laughs> I'm like into it. I'm like, man, they better score. They scored like I think I was going more crazy than. What the actual Arsenal fans were, I'm like, yes, here comes the content. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. I, I, I think <laughs> I know the. I think I know your game. You're talking about. Didn't they score like in the 92nd minute? Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was the one that got the text from me. You're welcome. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> So, so I, I, I've like, I've like painted myself in the corner here because, like, n- now I've been watching so much that, like, I'm like, hey, when, when's Arsenal playing? I got, I got, I got to make sure I'm watching that game. We, we need to get you an Arsenal scarf on that wall. Of yours. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Power. I don't, I don't have one of those. We got to get one of those. So, 
anyway, yeah, that's what that's what I've got. And then uh, following your following your outline, I'll just let you lead because I think there's a couple are on my uh, what am I thinking that are on your outline. So go ahead and take her from there. So the the biggest story in Michigan soccer right now, obviously, is Detroit City Football Club making the jump from NISA to USL Championship. Um, we've talked about this on the pod. Um, the competition just was not there in NISA. Uh, they were they were blowing everyone away, running away with every trophy that has ever been presented. Um, so. This was a great move for them. This is a move that needed to happen. What do you think about that? Well, I think this is the the biggest story in lower league soccer, I think. I mean, even NBC uh, soccer was tweeting about it. I mean, uh, you know, like talk about like a ripple through the universe, you know, when when the rumors started floating around there either Monday or Tuesday. And, and then um, our buddy Slovak was – um, was like, yeah, I think it's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, you're right. I mean, they win every single trophy in their league. I mean, they were a founding member of this league, and it's like no one can even, you know, hang with them. You know, I think mm-hmm. they've got one loss and one tie in three seasons or something like that. And it's just like the league just seems – I mean, they're a, a huge fish in a little pond, right? Um, mm-hmm. The competition just isn't the same. Um, you know, I think the, the quality, not only of what's on the field, um, but you know, how things are run on some of the other teams is kind of shaky. I think Michigan stars, I don't even think they sell tickets to their games, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, they're, they're just, out, they outgrow every league that they're in. Um, but quite honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't fault them. And I mm-hmm. think we'll talk about this a little bit later in, in the, uh, mailbag. Say I don't fault them for leaving NISA because there's some questions about the stability of NISA. Um, so do you stay with this, you know, this ship that's going under and then, then it goes under and then you're scrambling to find a league or do you do something now when you still can? So I, I think it's a, I think it's a good move for the team. It'll be interesting to see how they do now that they're playing against, um, you know, regular teams, established teams. Are they going to come in here and steamroll people? Now, the interesting thing that I thought about this, um, you know, I read an article about the Charlotte independence or I read a, it was on Twitter. So I read about Mm -hmm. the Charlotte independence. They're talking about uh, their team and the struggles that they've had, but they're talking about the difference between a USL one team and a USL championship level team, the expansion fee on those USL one team expansion fee it was said in the article is $2 million for the championship. That's $12 million. So it's like, so who's the money guy? Who's the money guy that signed on with DCFC? And I know they're all saying this guy doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to be in the, in the, in the headlights or in the spotlight or whatever, rather, but that's a, that's a hefty, that is a hefty expansion fee Mm -hmm. for a minor league, you know, a second division soccer team, um, man, oh man. So uh, they're going to continue to play in Hamtramck, they said. Um, for how long, who knows? Uh, there's going to have to be some upgrades to that stadium again um, to, to get it up to snuff. I mean, locker rooms, bathroom facilities, you know, probably broadcast facilities because all their games, now they're in championship, 
all their games are going to be broadcast on ESPN2. So that's another great thing uh, that we'll be able to see, um, you know, a local team uh, that's going to be on um, on the network, right? So yep. it'll be interesting to see if any of the people that we know uh, that are on this team, are they able to uh, uh, stay with the championship team? I mean, I, don't th- I think, you know, you and I talked about it earlier. I don't think a lot of them will, but maybe a couple, three might be able to. Um, so we'll have to see. I think it's a good thing. Um, we'll talk about AJ's question in mailbag uh, about some of the other stuff. But to me, I think it's a good move. Uh, rather them leave a sinking ship before it's completely underwater while they still can. Um, so I don't fault them for it. Yeah, and speaking of that, that sinking ship, um, while, while I prepare the show, um, I was listening to a previous episode, and we had mentioned that obviously the Northern Guard, the supporters, they're going to be there. But if you're constantly, you know, destroying every other team, the the casual fans are going to lose interest. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of I, I wanted to see how true that was, and uh, just listen to some of these stats. So this is the average attendance for the past uh, five years for them. Yeah. So in tw- so in twenty eighteen. They were averaging 5,584. Oh, sorry, sorry. 2017, 5,367. Okay. 2018, 5,584. So they jumped up 200 okay. fans. 2019, they were still in MPSL Pro, 6,341 fans. Wow. Now, now, obviously, we're not counting 2020. There was no fans. Sure. 20, 2021. The number per per game in NISA, four thousand two hundred and eighty. So from MPSL to NISA, they dropped six thousand six hundred and sixty one fans. Wow, I mean, so they what, what was their, what did they have their last season in NPSL Pro? Six thousand three hundred forty one. And that's average. Were, that's that's their average. So then, what they have, what they have in Nisa this year, four thousand two hundred and eighty. So they dropped over two thousand fans a game. Yeah. See, so that tells me that the casual fan is like, well, they're just going to go and smoke them. You know, mm-hmm. so exactly. Why are we going to go watch? You know, or here's the other thing. Um, you know, they've got that TV deal, right? So maybe people are just saying, well, I'll just stay home and watch it on TV. You know, I don't know if that's the case or not, if that for the 2000 drop, I think it's got to be, there's no competition. We're going to go there and watch them blow somebody out six to one, you know, six, nothing again. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, okay, we've got a two, one game or a one, one game or a zero, zero game where it's going to be back and forth. And, you know, everything's hinging on this play or that play. Maybe that will bring the people back if there's more competition, um, yeah, so that'll be that's a that's a great stat, Jeff. That's that's interesting. Two thousand people fans drop, you know, interesting. And then I'm going to segue this into my next. What am I thinking? Uh, Nisa, where does that leave this league? I know that they've they've announced. I believe there's a team in New York that's coming next year. But where does that leave teams like the Michigan Stars? Chattanooga FC, Chattanooga and the Stars have kind of followed DCFC mm-hmm. wherever, like wherever DCFC goes, Chattanooga and the Stars are going to follow. 
Um, obviously, I don't see them making the the jump to championship. Um, no, I don't. I don't see that happening either. And it, there was even some rumors that um, uh, Chattanooga Football Club was going to merge with the Red Wolves, which that would be absolutely that'd, that'd be interesting. Insane. That would be absolutely yeah. insane. Um, so, so who knows on that front? I, my feeling is if they're just going to try and um, bring in other teams to solidify, you know, the, 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 the table at, at NISA. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't think it's going to be anything. that's going to be any, anything better or probably worse than what they've got now. It just, they just need to up their standards and it's like, you know, get more solid teams, but mm-hmm. also sounds like they need to get the front office, you know, in order or get the home office in order too, if there's issues as far as, um, bills getting paid and things like that, supposedly. So we'll see, man. And, and then in positive soccer news, uh, the USL Women's League, yep. they tweeted out a, a teaser gif again, and there it was. There's the state of Michigan. There's the W logo right over Traverse City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this time they, they teased it with the fast lane to Michigan. Um, so, of course, everyone in the United States was thinking DCFC is going to the USLW. Yep. I, I mean, I, we were sending messages back and forth like, okay, oh, well, that makes sense. Fast lane, you know, Motor City, the car, you know, cars, highways, you know, yep. it's right there. They, they, they gave it all away in that tweet. Not so fast. <laughs> Coming soon to USLW, AFC Ann Arbor. Yep. The yep. Mighty Oak is back. And, you know, that's the interesting thing is that they make the announcement that, you know, the women's team is joining USLW, but they also said that the men's team is coming back too. So um, that's good all, all around for Ann Arbor soccer. So, um, yeah, that teaser was – was crazy you and i thought for sure okay you know they're gonna announce everything right at the same time you know? mm-hmm. um but uh no they they punked everybody and it was ann arbor so good for ann arbor soccer yeah and uh the, the men will be playing in in usl league two um yeah. so that that glad to see them back they were always great competition for lansing united yeah, and that's a, that's a good area, too. I mean, Ann Arbor seems, um, you know, you got several high schools around there. You've got the colleges around there. I mean, it just seems like a good area to have, you know, uh, higher-level soccer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was too bad when, when they went dormant for a year. Um, but you kind of understand it with all the upheaval that was going on with COVID and everything else. It's kind of understand it. So now they've had a chance to regroup. They've got uh, a women's side now. The men's side's coming back. Uh, they've got uh, Kalamazoo to play against. So you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens from there. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I'm interested. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked too much into League Two, but um, I think there's a couple other Michigan teams, I believe. Oh, in League Perhaps. Two, is there? Yeah. It, it's... Oh, isn't uh, Flint? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Bucks. Okay. That's right. Well, that's all I had. That's all I had on my. What am I thinking? I thought you had one other thing, or was that not on what you're thinking about? Other cool stuff that's going on. 
Uh, no, that's not what that, that's that's the next topic. <laughs> All right, you want to go to the next topic? Let's do, let's do some Lansing common news. Yeah, okay. That's, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, big story that come out uh, for Lansing common this week. I was like, okay, well, there's there's not going to be much to talk about. You know, it's kind of a, uh, a a slow news week for them. And then out of nowhere, I get on my phone. Lansing common donates three thousand dollars in equipment to Patton Gill Elementary School. Yeah, how, how cool, cool is, is that? that? That is that is so cool. And then. Um, here they are, uh, you know, Oaks was out there. Uh, I think Julian Burge was out there and mm-hmm. Eric was out there. A few others were out there kicking it around with some of the kids. And, um, it's really cool to see, you know, okay. It's supposedly the off season for soccer. Right. But what, you know, what are, you know, what's our team doing? You know, we're making outreach to, um, a local elementary school to, you know, get a field going out there in their, in their out, you know, the recess yard or whatever. Now they've got legit goals and they've got legit equipment that some of these kids can get out there and, and play around at recess and, and, you know, bang it into a goal rather than, you know, doing nothing or just, you know, uh, doing nothing right now they've got some equipment and that's really, that's really cool to see that, Hey, you know, it is the off season. But hey, we're still doing stuff. That's cool. What's that's what's um, nice about a community club that there isn't really an off season. There's just a different sort of season. We might not be on the field playing games in the Midwest Premier League, but we're still, you know, quote unquote, in the game, helping the community. And I think one of the the, the cool quotes that I that I heard came from Eric Walcott, and I'm going to paraphrase here, um, where he was talking about, you know. The kids are going to be out there. They're going to be playing the, on the equipment. You know, they could become fans of Lansing Common, but the dream for him is one day maybe one of those kids that are now playing on this new equipment will soon play for Lansing Common. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That was a cool quote. That yeah, maybe they'll come out and kick a ball for the first time, and then maybe we'll see them. You know at Lansing Eastern Stadium, right? Then maybe they'll come over and bang on a drum with us over in the supporter mm-hmm. section. And then maybe they go on and, and they play on their high school team or whatever. And, and you know, that's a, that's a, long, that's a long, you know, road uh, to look at. But like Eric said, that really could be um, something that can happen. And it's the initial steps with these outreach uh, that, uh, the, that the team's doing that is nice to see. And I'm sure it's going to continue in even deeper into the off season. Exactly. And then the next bit of Lansing common news. And if you're listening to this, give yourself a pat on the back because Lansing common and strange matter brewing company was able to donate $1,070 rate development centers, Afghan welcome fund. That's thousand seventy bucks. I mean, that's from the purchases that um, all of us made uh, of uh, early bird coffee at that the uh, that strange that strange matter uh, coffee matched the donations that um, uh, Lansing Common was doing. So a thousand seventy dollars just from us um, buying some coffee and uh, you know doing the right thing. So that's, that's pretty cool. Like you said, give you, give yourself a pat on the back and, um, you know, enjoy that coffee. 
Yeah, and, and, a, and a lot of the, um, well, I can't say a lot of it, but, but some of that came from our involvement in the Northern Michigan Football Premier League. Yes, I got it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, you did. Usually you miss football in there, but yes, the Northern Michigan Football Premier League, we had that coffee, uh, coffee derby challenge that uh, several of the teams participated in. Uh, if you won the game, the loser sent you a bag of coffee. And I think uh, CK and Geese, they played each other and they bought coffee anyway. I think uh, uh, Patrick bought coffee. I think I bought coffee. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the teams um, just did that. And um, I think that was kind of something, something cool that we could do, you know, um, to, to support the cause that Lansing Common was doing and, and uh, Strange Matter Coffee. So, uh, yeah, Northern Michigan Football Premier League is helping out as well, right? Yep, and that, and that league's still going strong. No international breaks for them. We're, we're <laughs> plowing right through this season. Uh, no international pa- breaks, no no FA Cup breaks, none of that stuff. We've got a full uh, full fixture list that we uh, uh, we can't hold up until probably the kickoff of uh, a tryouts for Lansing Common is probably when we'll have the semifinals and finals down at uh, down at Ozone's. I, I got to tell you, the Paradise City Shipwrecks have really got to start scoring some first half goals. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but the last I believe four weeks. I've rolled fours in the first half every single time. Listen, I don't know if you've seen where you are in the table compared to where <laughs> I am in the table. So well, I don't I don't really want to hear anything about your goal scoring woes. I'm bottom from I'm bottom I'm second from bottom. I'm ahead of Manistee by I think a point. I mean, I'm in the relegation zone. I mean, I'm going to be playing against um my goodness, I can't remember the uh, bad axe. I think um, <laughs> next next year. So um, we need to we need to pick it up a notch. Um, I've thrown down the gauntlet uh, to Antonagan FC. I said mark it down. This will be a win. Um, but yeah, I mean the other thing I thought here. Now that we're going to drift into uh, Northern Michigan football Premier League soccer, um, is the big story this past weekend. It was in USA Today. I don't know if you saw that. Um, it was on uh, the Twitter. It wasn't as much as DCFC, but Island 185 lost their first game to Traverse City Red Bull. So um, about time is what I've got to say. Uh, I think there was, um, you know, something just not right about that. But the one thing that might have tipped the scale is I saw the owner of Island 185 at one of our favorite haunts, Jeff, Beard of Mac up in Mac oh, yeah. City. He was up there, and this guy, he had one hard cider, and he was drunk. <laughs> he was drunk with one hard cider. So I don't know if he went out drinking before the game or what, but CK had one hard cider, and he was done. So um, that's uh, – that's not necessarily true, but um, <laughs> I did have a I did have a hard cider with CK up at Beer to Mac. That place is so cool. So I love that place. Anybody goes up to Macaw City, um, give me a call. I'll meet you there. It is a very very cool place. So did, did they have the food trucks going there while you're up there? No, nah, we were there in the evening. Food trucks weren't there. Uh, actually, we were there. I think 
uh, Saturday. I was there Saturday, and <laughs> there were some people who were all dressed up in costumes were there. So <laughs> um, me, CK, and his wife were up uh, just sitting at the bar talking to the bartender and all that stuff. So uh, it was just a, just a cool vibe at that place. So anytime you can get up there and check it out, that they've got a great beer and that hard cider. Seriously, Jeff, that was that was good. It was really good. Nice. Um, the the other thing I want to talk about is um, out of the blue, some guy contacted um, AJ, the league office, and um, he made a jersey. Um, I think Isle Royal. Uh, Rangers. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. You see that? That was I cool. did. the The guys uh, the guy's Twitter handle is at the US sock project so the ussoc project i think he does um jerseys for the fun of it you know and and puts them up and uh he did a really cool one for uh red coats uh he said he's going to try and do one if he had time for shipwrecks and for um uh saint ignis so we'll see i know he's probably a busy guy and this is probably something he just does for fun but boy i really like that isle royal rangers jersey and then when he did the one for uh uh, Redcoats, I really like that too. So whoever that guy is, uh, thanks for, for doing that. We got a kick out of that. So, uh, and I asked him how he found us. He goes, oh, he's just following your tweets. So <laughs> that, that was kind of cool, I thought. So Yeah, um, yours, had a, yours had a very Arsenal feel to it. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. It did look pretty cool, I thought, uh, with the red and then uh, Jeff's logo and the uh, left chest. You know, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think he's, uh, that was pretty appreciated. So I appreciate that. All right, let's let's move on to games of the week. Games of the week, okay. Or I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little caveat on this. I'm gonna do games of the weeks. Oh, weeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I, I went ahead a little bit because I'm not really sure when we're we're gonna record again. So I wanted to make sure I got this one in. You know, I might have gone a little bit far too. I'm not sure. I, one of my games is November 21st, so we'll see. So Jeff, how many games do you have? Uh, shocker, Ken. I have four. <laughs> you got four. <laughs> all right, we better, was... we better move fast through these. So, all right, I tell you what, tradition holds. You go first. What's your first game? All right, first one. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump in the time machine. We're gonna go in the future. Tuesday, November twenty third, eight p.m. Your Orlando City versus Nashville SC in the first round of the MLS playoffs. Hey, is that before before you get into your blah 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 about Orlando City? <laughs> um, is that a single game knockout or is it home and home? Yes, yes, this is a knockout. Good. Yep. Okay. So, in the in the last in the last six games, each team has one win, four draws. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm thinking this game is going to penalties, which I hope it does not. Please don't go to penalties. <laughs> but, but if they're drawing every game, it's probably going to go into extra time, and then it's going to go to penalties, and then it's going to be like midnight, and I'm going to be really tired the next day. No, go to penalties, and then put that that one dude, that defender, back in and let him play. Oh, Schlegel? Schlegel? Yeah. Schlegel. <laughs> Uh, hey, he he did awesome that the the one time that he was in goal. He did. He was a little awkward. Remember when he made that one save and he was jumping around like Julian Burge? Um, <laughs> and, and, then, and then the Orlando Sentinel, like the picture on the front page, has him doing like the Degeneration X prop chop. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> I think, didn't, they, didn't they right away 
start making um, goalie jerseys with his name. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's a way to take. Uh, that's a way to take advantage of the uh, uh, of the hype right there. So yeah, Orlando City versus Nashville. Yeah, this game is at. I I, I don't know if I said this, but it's at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Nashville is unbeaten in eighteen home games. So. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> little, might be a toughie for Orlando. Little, little scary there. Well, nice. Okay, well, if we're going to do that, I'm going to jump forward in the time machine as well, but not quite as far as you. I am going to Sunday, November 21st. It's an MLS playoff game in your Western Conference. It's the number four seed, Portland Timbers and Cam and Darcy versus your number five, Minnesota United Loons. What did I like about this one? Timbers finished higher in the table, four versus a five. So that's going to be a really good, really good game. But what happened the last seven times Portland has played Minnesota? Um, there's been six wins for minnesota and one draw so yeah wow Um, portland is uh uh, is against the eight ball on this one but minnesota's got to come to portland so it's a road game for them but i mean you got to figure six and one in your last seven games undefeated your last seven games against this guy you've got to have some momentum or is portland ready Right. So I think that that one's intriguing. A four versus a five. Basically, they're the same. But man, uh, Minnesota's really got Portland's number these last few times they played. So that's mm-hmm. my first game that of what I'm watching. My number two game. We're going USL championship quarterfinal matchup Saturday, November 13th, 730 p.m. ESPN plus. You got Louisville City versus the Charlotte Independents. Oh, okay. And th- this is in Louisville, who are unbeaten in four home games. However, Charlotte hasn't lost in their last eight matchups. Hmm. So who are you going with in that one? <sighs> you got to go with the home team. You got you got to go with the home team in that one. I'm going Louisville. <laughs> good. Yeah, so that sounds good. Um, good. Good. That sounds like a good game. So. Yeah, I kind of I like these matchups where it's like, you know, both teams are just coming in as like juggernauts, you know? Yeah, something's got to give. Exactly. We, keep, we, we say that a lot. Like, something's got to give. This is one of those games something's going to give here. Cool. All right, you ready for my second game? Let's do it. All right, Friday, November 12th. It's a World Cup qualifier. We've got number two, United States, versus number one, Mexico. The game is at Cincinnati, so it's not at Columbus, Dos Acero. It's at Cincinnati. Um, United States has a plus five goal differential. Mexico has a plus seven differential. My question in this game, I mean, this is a big one. I mean, if we could get, if we could win one nothing, if we could win this game, I mean, that's really going to help. If we lose, all is not lost, but you really need to get points on your home games. You know, you need to win your home games, but you know, we'll see what happens with that. My question on this one is um, how many minutes is Christian Pulisic going to play? Right. Um, Yeah. Chelsea's already been squawking about 
you know, don't run this guy into the ground. You know, you know, he's just, he just played 10 minutes in a, uh, in, in a non-league game, I think, uh, the other day, um, you know, are we going to run him out there and is Mexico going to run right through him? Right. So, um, is he going to end up getting injured again? Um, and then be out for premier league, but then is he going to be done with us for a little bit? And speaking of injuries, again, we've got no Gio Reyna and then we've got no Sergio Dest. So both of those guys would be starters, um, are not going to be available. And then Pulisic, you know, is he going to be, you know, 100% or is he going to be 100% for 25 minutes and then he's injured again? So I don't know. That's going to be huge when that is tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to that game. I really want to get three points. So that's my second game. And you, you know what the U.S. does have going for them in that game? <laughs> what is that? Is they have Dustin is going to be in attendance. Oh, is Dustin going to be there? Yeah, oh, he keeps posting on Facebook that he's going to be there. Oh, that's cool. Hopefully get some pictures. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the Dustin factor. I like that. So my number three game is a USL League One double shot. (laughs) Double shot. Okay. Saturday, November 13th, 5 p.m. ESPN Plus. We got the semifinals, Union Omaha versus (laughs) FC Tucson. And then two hours later, you got the Greenville Triumph versus the Chattanooga Red Wolves. Oh. So, yeah. So, that, that sounds like a pretty good night of soccer. I, t- I tell you what, because my number three game was a USL semifinal Saturday, November 13th. It's your number one, Union Omaha, versus ah. number four, <laughs> FC Tucson. So, tell you what, I'll take this one. And then you take the other one. All right. Like Union Omaha in this one. Head to head. They've got five wins. Union Omaha does. Tucson only has one win. Um, Union Omaha. Uh, goal differential. They don't have a problem scoring. Plus 22 on the goal differential. So they can, uh, they can light it up. Um, uh, the other thing, Union Omaha. Very cool logo. I got to go with Union uh, Omaha on this one. And the my game is, I believe this one's going to be in Greenville. Um, if it was in Chattanooga, I don't, I don't know. The, they, they draw pretty decently there, but Greenville, their atmosphere is, is pretty solid. I'm going to yep. go with Greenville in this one, even though I think Chattanooga might have a chance to pull it off. Um, I know the beginning of the year they were – they were just destroying teams left and right, um, but I don't know. There's something to be said about the home the home field advantage. Yep. Um, so I have Greenville squeaking this one out. We're gonna go two one. Mark it down. Let's see. Maybe Rafa gets the one for Red Wolves. Hopefully. Yeah, because did you see Brandon Fricky? I think was second team USL League One. Did you see that? Oh no, I did. That's nice. Yeah, I saw that. I think on the tweeters. So <laughs> I think he was, I think he was second team. So that, that's cool. So um, that was my third game. My fourth game, my fourth game is going to be, it's an FA cup replay. It's Tuesday, November 16th. It's at home park in Plymouth, England. Your Plymouth Argyle are taking on Sheffield Wednesday. So they played to a zero, zero tie um at the in the first round 
Um, really good game back and forth. It was on ESPN Plus, actually. So that was cool to see. Um, I want to say uh, Plymouth probably had the better chances, and I'm not just being biased. They did. The Sheffield Wednesday cleared one off the line, um, and we just had you know, we just looked better. There were times where they were taking it to us, but as far as goal scoring opportunities go, I think we had the better of it and we were playing on the road. So um, now they got to come all the way down um, to the uh, Southwest coast uh, of England. That's a, that's a long poke. I think it's like a four or five hour drive. Um, So we'll see what happens. Uh, Replay. It would be nice to see if Plymouth wins, but here's the real conundrum, right? Plymouth is in second in league one right now. So we're, we're playing really well. Do we want to have a long cup run? You know, when we're trying to get promoted, uh, usually if your team's in the middle of the pack or lower, like in the bottom third, yeah, you want to have a good cup run, build some excitement because realistically you're not gonna, you're not going to get promoted. So let's hang our hat on this. Well, they, we've got, we've got a good knock on wood. We've got a good opportunity um, to, uh, do well in league one and, may, and maybe get promoted the way we're playing. Do we want to have a long cup run, you know, six more games added to the added to your uh, schedule? You know, that that's a good question for me. It'd be nice to win a few, maybe play a big boy uh, on the road. So that would be a good payday. I think it'd be cooler if the big boys come down to home park, you know? Yeah, cool. definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, when they're on TV, they make some good money. So let's get a, get, a, get them a TV game. Uh, but, yeah, I'm kind of torn. Do we want to get a win and then, okay, then we've got another game in three weeks or whatever it is or four weeks? Or do we want to focus on, all right, we're out of the cup. Let's focus on the league and let's, you know, get automatic promotion or whatever. So that's my fourth game, Plymouth-Argyle, in the replay of their FA Cup first-round match. And my fourth game, I'm, and I swear we don't, we don't plan this, but it's also an FA Cup round one matchup. <laughs> we got the the Wycombe Wanderers versus Hartlepool United. Wait a second. Are you actually going to highlight a Hartlepool United game? Yeah, I am, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was looking at this one. I'm like, I'm trying to find anything positive here, okay? Uh, Hartlepool, their manager left last week to go to a different squad. So they got a new manager coming in. They got they're, now they're going up against Wycombe, who is number four in League League One. Hey, hey I yeah. think it's Wickham. I think it's Wickham. Wickham? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Pools, they're number ten in League Two. Yeah, I looked at the head to head. Yeah, Wickham got that one right. Thank you. <laughs> is nine one and one against Hartlepool. <laughs> So you're saying we got a chance? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so I'm thinking cup set here. <laughs> cup set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that's when when's that game? Uh that was November 16th at 2:45 at Adams Park. Cool. Hey, I'm hoping I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping ESPN picks it up or it'll be on iFollow. That's uh that's the same day as our replay. So maybe that's the day all the replays are done or it's on the 16th. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. All right, let's let's go to your favorite part of the pod. Let's do let's do the coffee list. Yeah, let's do the coffee list. So I'm searching. We're in November, so I found the top nine flavors 
according to Yahoo, to get you through to winter. Which in Michigan will, which in Michigan will probably be like next week. Yeah, well, I think it might be this weekend. So we'll find <laughs> out. So coming in at number nine, and the cool thing about this Yahoo article is they actually named some local coffee oh, brewers. Yeah. So I don't know. I might, I might try some of these. So number nine from Door County Coffee, they say the Bourbon Pecan. Ooh. Which they said that's a perfect coffee to add a little bit more bourbon into it, and it's the most popular coffee offered from Door County on Amazon. That actually sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Number eight, marshmallow. No. <laughs> <laughs> and th- this is from the Coffee Fowl, and they say it tastes like roasted marshmallows, which I instantly thought like roasted marshmallows. That's more of a summer coffee to me, I, I would think. That's, you know, when I'm thinking roasted marshmallows, I'm not thinking coffee. I'm thinking sitting out by the campfire, probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I'm not thinking of a warm cup of coffee. No, I'm, <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna pass on marshmallow. Now for all you Keurig users, number seven from Crazy K-Cups, we're going chocolate peanut butter cup. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds interesting. I'll that try that. Bad. That might not be bad. I don't like K-Cups, but that might not be bad. Number six, and this is a coffee I have tried recently. From Dunkin' Donuts, we got Cinnamon Bun. <laughs> how, how was it? It's a great cup of coffee. It tastes like you're drinking a cinnamon bun. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like the caramel one where there's not like an overly cinnamon flavor, whereas the caramel one I'm currently drinking has like an uh-huh. overly caramel. This is just a smooth cinnamon flavor. Oh, cool. That might be worth a try. You said that's Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin' Donuts. Nice. Okay. Number five, we got maple pecan. Oh, another pecan uh, pops up. And with the maple, you had maple before, didn't you? Yep. Yep. That, that doesn't sound bad. And this one's for this, the most popular choice is pecan maple nut from Lola Savannah Brewery. So... I'm thinking maple pecan. That's coffee and pancakes, right? You're drinking. <laughs> you, you're drinking a complete breakfast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That's a good one. Number four. Uh, I, I'm going to say no to this one. Vanilla nut. Vanilla nut. That that just sounds like, like creamer to me. Yeah, they said they said that this one is from Thrive Market Organic. Um, it has a very vanilla flavor and. You know, sometimes you get the, the vanilla-flavored coffees, and, and that's all you're tasting. Yeah. Um, number three, however, sounds very interesting. It's another K-cup, caramel apple pie. Okay. Uh, yeah, caramel apple. Um, th- yeah, I could, go, I could go with that one. That one sounds pretty good. And then number two, salted caramel. <laughs> So I, I, I'm drinking a caramel, um, yep. but I don't know. I, number two, I don't know. And then finally, don't, number don't one, even, don't, don't number one, it. we're moving on. Let's go to mailbag. Are you serious? Is it? Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. 
No. All right, we're moving on. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna address it. Hey, we're not. We can't move on to mailbag yet. We got something else. Hey. Yes. We talked about the Mug Hall of Fame. Right? Oh yes. So we've got. I mean, we've only got like three mugs that are in the Mug Hall of Fame. So we got Leonard's, Robin's, a Bob Bob Bobbin. That was pretty cool mug, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've got your Kiss mug, right? Yes, you get two cups of coffee in one mug. And then we've got um, Batman mug was in the Hall of Fame as well. I think that was an honorable mention. I, 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 only, I, only, I only had that one out once. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I think my mug is going to go into the Hall of Fame. That is the I Heart Rebecca mug. That has been on <laughs> national TV three times now and people know it's masking tape that's over where it says i heart dad they know it's masking tape and they've roasted me about it so that's okay <laughs> um uh i think that mug is going into our uh coffee firm coffee podcast uh mug hall of fame now now ken let's let's do a mug double shot because <laughs> If I remember correctly, your iHeart Rebecca mug is also your iHeart Lansing Common mug. It is. It is a double shot. So um, that was the uh, prototype of the uh, Lansing Common coffee mug. Um, it was all designed for them, um, and they chose to go a different direction. But, <laughs> um, yes, that is right. That is the iHeart um uh, Lance and Common mug, and it is also the iHeart Rebecca mug that has been on uh, NBC SN three times. So I'm going to say I've got a mug in the Hall of Fame right now. So yes, um, good deal on that. So mug Hall of Fame, onward and upward. All right, are you ready for mailbag? Yes, and we've got a oh. voluminous mailbag, and I mean even um, Bennett's getting callouts in the. Uh, in the mailbag this week. So, so Troy, I, what's that? I do, I, I do have a request to this one. <laughs> I, I, I've been, I've been uh, handed a slip of paper from our associate producer, Bennett. Yeah. Um, he requests that his, uh, his question goes on first because I quote, I'm tired and I want to go to bed. <laughs> his question, his question is first. So, oh, okay, good. So his question is Troy, our buddy from forward Madison asked, First of all, he asked, what is Bennett's three favorite soccer badges? And then he said, the old guys can answer too if they want. So at the time, we didn't have many questions. So I filled out my three. So Bennett, Me what too. are your three favorite ones? Bennett, what are your three favorite soccer logos? Lance in Common. Lance in Common, of course. Nice. Raising the kid right. Inner Detroit, because he loves the sticker that they gave him at the game when yeah. Common played him. Yeah, they got the crazy. they got the Renaissance Center in the background. That's a pretty cool logo. Yeah, that's a good choice by him. In Orlando. And Orlando City. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. So <laughs> good job, Bennett. That's uh, I mean, those are legitimate. Those are legitimate logos. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool, Bennett. And I think you and I have got maybe one in common. So, um, uh, Jeff, what are your what are your three? My three, uh, I like Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, they, they got they got the owl prominent. It, yep. it just it, like the overall look of it just looks really cool. Yep. Um, 
And then my second one is I'm probably going to slaughter this name because I slaughter everything. <laughs> is Brescia from Serie B in Italy? Oh, I don't know that at all. So what's that one look like? Oh, it's it's got a, it's got a golden lion on it, looking in profile like growling. Um, it's got the blue, white, and gold colors. Just a really cool logo overall. I know I know lions are used a lot in logos, but this one just kind of stands out to me. Cool. And then my third logo is I really like Ford Madison's logo. <laughs> yeah, I mean it just it like you see it on you see it on a website. Like you're scrolling through Twitter, you see it. Like it stands out, you know immediately who it is, what it is. Yeah, it's a, that is a unique logo, and it's kind of you know has a has a life of its own. So, um, yeah, that is kind of a cool logo. So um, nice. Um, the three I've got are um, I like Portland's logo. Mm-hmm. Portland uh, Portland Timbers. I like the axes. You know, they've got various styles of axes that they've got in their logo, and I mean they'll tweak it. Sometimes it's a uh, you know, like a throwback logo, or sometimes it might be something that's on their sleeve or something, but I like the colors that they use. Um, and I like, I just like the, uh, the woodsy theme with the, uh, with the axis. So I like Portland's logo and that's going back to not just MLS, but going, you know, way back NASL too. So, um, the other one, this one might be a little bit different. Ipswich town. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. Uh, They're in league one. Um, you know, they've got like a lion with his foot on a ball and uh, mm-hmm. got some castles in there and the colors are kind of cool. Um, I think Ed Sheeran is like, I think he's the jersey sponsor <laughs> for um, Ipswich Town, but just the logo in general. Um, I like that one. I think it's cool looking and it's not just because we've I, we've seen it recently, the Plymouth's playing them. I've always kind of had like, oh, that's, that's a cool logo. So yeah, Ipswich Town in League One. I like that one. And then I'm with Bennett on this one, uh, Lance and Common. I like this one because um, I like the colors in it. I think the red, the black, the white, and all that. I think that's really cool. Uh, the symbolism that, that Jeff put into the logo with, um, with the stacks in there um, and, you know, just, just how it all fits. The, the way the Robin looks, I think, is a cool, cool logo. I mean, if you took that Robin out of the badge, it stands alone on its, it stands alone mm-hmm. itself. You know, it doesn't need to be surrounded with this. It doesn't need to say Lance and common football club around it. If you see that Robin, it, it stands on its own. And I, I think that, I think that's really cool. Um, and the other thing I liked about it was, um, you know, we all had a little bit of input into it. I mean, they opened it up to the community. It's like, what do you like in this? What colors do you like? This are, these are some of the things we're thinking. And, and, you know, so we, we all kind of had a little bit of input into uh jeff's design and when i say a little bit you know it was all his thinking but when he showed the idea that he came up with for for the robin i mean the oohs and ahs that we all were kind of like holy cow that is really slick so uh those are kind of the three uh my three favorite ones that uh, i had portland ipswich and uh, lansing common yeah and that uh, like what you said that that robin really stands out um uh, probably about a month ago i was, I was wearing my Lancy comment and all it has is just like the Robin right on the front of the hat. Yep. And I, I'm in I'm in a gas station and a guy walks by. He's like, "Hey, what's up with that Robin on your hat?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's I'm like it's Lansing Common Football Club." And 100, yeah. percent he's not gonna look it up, but yeah. just like so, someone's taking time to like 
hey, what's what's that what's that Robin all about? Yeah, and I, I saw something the other day that, and again on the Twitter, I think it was somebody was wearing their their Lansing Common shirt at a concert, or um, I, it might have been a NWSL game, and some people came up and said, "Hey, that's Lansing Common or whatever." So I mean, the re- the recognition on it, and it's not something that's super gaudy that it's got to have a, fo- a soccer ball on it, you know, and it's not mm-hmm. like got rocket ships and a you know flames and all that stuff. It's just a cool logo and again that that robin stands out on its own you could put a sticker there and it's like even if they don't like soccer they might like that logo because that robin's cool so um yeah that's that's kind of slick i think um hey our next one is from andrew charon he's the he's the our coffee podcast referee um he did have a cool coffee mug too that said uh, cabo san lucas on it so it's kind of a mexican themed skull Mm -hmm. i like that i like that mug um, he, uh, he was asking, uh, you know, did we talk a little bit about DCFC to, to USL? Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing in lower league soccer this last week. So obviously we talked about it. He also talked about Queensboro FC, were they going to, um, join USL, uh, championship? And I thought, you know, once they heard that, you know, here comes DCFC, well, they're not going to steal our thunder. We'll just wait a year and we'll, we'll come in as an expansion team next year. Now they already made their decision to hold off. So he was asking about Queensboro FC. Um, so who knows why they decided to hold off a year. Um, obviously, as we've seen, it's better to make sure you've got all your ducks in order before you launch a team rather than just launch it when you aren't ready. So good for them if they're going to uh, wait a year and get everything in order, or is that, um, you know, is that, kind of precursor to you know someone getting cold feet so who knows and then his other question was what about rochester new york you know when you know what leagues he's asking what league is that team going to play in and that's you know formerly the rochester rhinos rhinos yeah that's jamie vardy's team right so they're um you know uh, rochester new york football club uh when are they going to announce what league they're going to be in? I mean, realistically, there's no New York teams in USL championship. So you'd think that would be where they'd be going. Um, does Jamie Vardy want to be associated with a USL one team? Probably not. You know, um, I say they're going to play in the championship um, if they've got that Vardy money, you know, uh, but my big thing is, are they ever going to play? I mean, <laughs> Rochester hasn't played in 10 years, and it's like – it's just kind of, you know, a joke. It's like either have a team or don't have a team, right? So all these different things, and we're trying to regroup and we're trying to do this, trying to do that. Okay, well, either play or don't play. So I looked on their website to kind of see, hey, is there any any activity or what any inclining as to what's going on? Are they doing – um, you know, connecting with the community or anything. The website just looked like it was dead. So, I mean, that's never good. So, I don't know. My personal opinion is I don't, I don't think they're going to play. So, sorry, Andrew. I don't think uh, uh, New York is ever going to kick off. And I'll, I'll be pleasantly surprised if they do. So, um, the next, next comment we had was just geese. Geese kind of mentioned um, <laughs> just, just geese. <laughs> he, he just got, we kind of said, hey, we, you know, we're gonna have a thing about the Mug Hall of Fame, and Geese showed his, you know, his colored his colored on red mug 
uh, that he redecorated his Lansing Common <laughs> mug. And he said, well, we know this is going to Lansing uh, or going into the Mug Hall of Fame. And I'm like, uh, maybe for abstract art, but I don't think that's going into the uh, Mug Hall of Fame because geese, uh, hand wash only, I think that mug said. So, um, but you, you're doing better. You're staying within the lines. So that's good. So I, I, I did, I did uh, send that tweet off to the Museum of Modern Art in New York, and yeah. they haven't gotten back with me yet. Really? Because what I did is I faxed a picture of that to the Broad Museum there in um, uh, <laughs> campus, and um, it was rejected. So um, they said that that little boy is doing quite well for third grade. So <laughs> I said, all right, well, I guess, I guess that we'll just have to wait to find out about the MoMA if he gets in for that. So... Um, Patrick, owner of Red Bull Traverse City um, and the uh, E-League representative for um, Lansing Common, um, asks, is there any such thing as bad coffee? Yes. <laughs> yes, there is, Patrick. And I think we've talked about this. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin, Pumpkin spice. spice. Is no Instant good. coffee. Uh, instant coffee. Airline coffee is no good starbucks um, coffee starbucks uh, leonard from down under said mick cafe is no good and i'm probably going to agree with him so yes patrick hotel coffee is- i've never had a hotel coffee that was any good uh yeah, really i mean don't- i've never well you know they've got sometimes you go to those hotels they've got those pre those pre um oh pre-made coffee packets they kind of look like mm-hmm. uh, you know you rip open the package and you got that little tiny coffee pot that brews like one cup of coffee i i've had those those weren't bad i mean See, I, I, can't, I, I can't i can't do those <laughs> when, <laughs> when i go to a hotel i we have our travel coffee maker oh you make your you bring your own i bring my own coffee maker i I don't know. I have, I have a thing. I, I, I can't I can't use uh, hotel coffee makers. <laughs> I, I tell you what, when, you know, um, when my son was little, when we'd stay in a hotel, the first thing he would do is he would go look for the Bible. He'd have to, it was like, find the Bible, you know? So he's looking <laughs> through all the drawers to see if he could find the Bible, right? So my thing was, does it have a coffee maker? Where's the coffee maker? <laughs> gotta find the coffee maker. So anyway, um, yeah, it's Patrick. There is bad coffee and you know that. Thanks for the question, but you know um that's a that's a yellow card for even asking that um <laughs> here, here our next one is uh ck the rusty nailer but we should probably call him the salty nailer because he finally lost a game in the northern michigan football premier league uh island 185 lost to uh red bull traverse city and ck is crying let's talk about the shenanigans from this game shenanigans nothing i'm saying it's about time I think there was something rotten in Denmark that he was like seven and zero, and there was nobody there to verify any of his wins. So shenanigans, nothing. CK, um, about time you lost. Um, now we'll have to see if Patrick starts shooting to the top. We're gonna have to get somebody to verify his scores. So um, that was CK the salty nailer this week. <laughs> um, uh, Leonard Gregory from Down Under, uh, he asks. What's up with Oldham Athletic? And it's like, I said, geez, you know, I don't really know. Jeff, do you know anything about Oldham uh, Athletic? I, no, I was like, I, I was like, good question. What oh, is no, up no, with Oldham Athletic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Leonard, what is up with them? Um, so I, just, I looked on FOTMOB. 
They're third from the bottom in League Two on 12 points. They've got a negative 11 goal differential. So that doesn't bode well for them. Uh, Leonard says the fans hate the owners. So that doesn't bode well for the team. Um, at one time, I think when the Premier League first started, they were in the Premier League. Uh, but since then, they have dropped and dropped and dropped. Now, as, as I mentioned, you know, Leonard said the fans hate the, uh, hate the owners. Now, here's the thing, though. If they were winning, would they hate them? Probably not. Probably not. They, they probably hate them because they're losing. So, you know, if the team turns it around, all of a sudden these guys are miracle workers and they love them. But, I mean, to go from all the way to the premiership to, you know, one spot. I mean, they're tied with the second to last place team in points, but they're only out of relegation um, by goal differential. So, I mean, the, the, you know, to be that high and then, you know, decade or two later, now you're almost not even in professional soccer anymore. That's a, that's a big drop. So um, good question, Leonard. Sorry. I don't know a whole lot about Oldham athletic, but I learned something. I looked them up. Um, so the Latics they are, and, if I looked right, they've got an owl on their logo too. So that's cool. Um, this next one, uh, this is AJ. Uh, <laughs> uh, top roll hooligan. And then Darby from Muskegon chimed in too. Uh, they both had a comment about um, Detroit City to the USL. AJ was saying, was he the only one that was enjoying all of the Twitter bringing up NGS's former tweets about the evils of USSF? and corporate soccer only to become one of the 30 teams out there. Um, some of those tweets though, like the one about Oakland roots leaving NISA for USL or for the USL championship, that was pretty biting how hard they were on, on Oakland for um, leaving their, you know, you know, the independent soccer and that we're going to try and make a change and do all that stuff. And then there's Kyle Carr, I think um, uh, on the tweeters as well. He's been pulling up some big time receipts um, from what NGS had been saying about you, the evils of USSF and the evils of uh, um, uh, Oakland Roots leaving NISA to join um, uh, USL Championship. So that was pretty interesting to see all the former comments that were coming that that Kyle was bringing back out um, in the spin that was being put on how things are happening. You know, you and I talked about that at the first part of the thing. I mean, what are they going to do? And I think, um, are they going to go down with this sinking ship? Are they going to keep this team going uh, at uh, wherever they can play that has a that has some stability? You know, so Darby said he has a little more. He was a little more circumspect on all of it. You know, he had mixed emotions on on all of the uh, the back and forth. You know, he said some of his crew are upset that DCFC was bailing on their independence first, you know, that that's what they'd always kind of hung their banner on. Um, so some of his friends were upset about that. You know, others were laughing at NGS spinning all of their previous comments and how, you know, that we're going to do this and we're going to do that in, in the USSF. And now that we've got a voice at the table, we can, you know, make some change. And it's like, okay. You do you really to, have a voice though? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be the question, right? I mean, you're one of 30 teams. What are you going to be able to change? You know, so who knows? Maybe they can, maybe that maybe DCFC can make some change in USSF. I doubt it. You know, I, but, you know, yeah. Going, going off of that, the, the whole like receipts comment, like I, I get that, but you know, 
you got to look at like when they were doing that stuff against Oakland. Like you gotta have the mentality that whatever league your team is playing in, just for survivability, um, you gotta say like, hey, like this is the best situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like you know, what are you doing? You're, yeah. you're doing you're doing your team a disservice. You know, you're doing the league a disservice. If you're like, oh, well, you guys left. You know, this league sucked, but you know, you know, you gotta you gotta like fly the banner of hey, you know, this is something great here. Until it's not, and you go find something else. And, and I and I think that's what happened, right? Until it's not, and I think they realized the the competition level just isn't up to us. You know, is some of that loss of attendance from you know people are like, ah, they're going to blow these people out. What are we going to go all the way down there to go watch that or whatever? You know, um, there's some of that. Then there's some question about the stability of the league. These guys have invested a lot of money in this team. And if that league folds, now their whole investment's gone, right? All the stuff mm-hmm. that they've done. So, um, I mean, what are, what are they supposed to do? I mean, are they going to wait wait till the league folds and then they're going to apply for USF, you know, you know USF? I mean, their league? I don't know. I mean, it would be to me, it's going to be interesting to see how they how they compete with some established teams. You know, I mean, they've been. They've been mopping up every league that they played in, um, except for when they played, uh, you know, against Lansing. Um, but now, you know, they they're playing. Um, gosh, Cal, you know, team California, the other teams, Michigan State, all that stuff, beating everybody. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Um, against established teams that have been around for a while, are they going to be a typical expansion team where they go, you know, three and twenty their first season, or are they going to be competitive right off the bat? Um, I'll be interested to see how they do. Can they challenge right away? Are they going to be a typical expansion team? Um, you know, look at Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers their first year. So is it going to be something like that? Who knows? Um, but Time will tell. It's um, all next year, I guess. So we'll see. Uh, last question we got is uh, from Ross. Ross Anderson. Um, this question, I don't know about you, Jeff. Did you see this question? I, I did see the question. So Ross <laughs> says, coffee versus tea. Discuss. All right, well, right away, all the Ted Lasso uh, memes were showing up. No, thank you. It's horrible, and I have to agree. Um, that's a hard pass for me on hot tea. What about what about you, Jeff? Uh, so if I'm not drinking coffee, I am drinking tea. So I, I'm, on the, I'm on the fence with it. But at the end of the day, we are the coffee firm. We're not the tea firm. Exactly we're the coffee right. firm. This is the coffee pot cast. This is not the uh, teapot cast, right? Um, That's right. You know, do well. I, I say I gotta have a pass on hot tea, right? Because if I'm gonna have something warm, you know, it's not gonna be tea. I'm gonna probably have some coffee going. But okay, caveat: iced tea. I like. I'm drinking iced tea, tea right now. I like iced tea. Um, Arnold Palmer during the summer. Heck yeah, man. Iced tea and lemonade. You bet. Sun tea. I mm-hmm. love sun tea in the summer. 
man, I love that. But to put the kettle on, as uh, uh, Ross says, and have a cup of tea, nah, man, that's uh, uh, that's not me, buddy. So uh, discussion over, overwhelmingly, everybody that responded said no to hot tea, Ross. This is America. Drink coffee. <laughs> oh. um, Jeff, that was the that was the last question for the mailbag. So you got anything that you gotta you want to add? Uh, no, I I'm done with my notes. Okay, so I just finished the last sip of that McCafe, and it got even colder, and it was even less good, and it wasn't good to start. <laughs> so we're gonna put this one up there with the rest of the coffees that I've drank, and remember, I'll give it one more try. Uh, when I'm on the road sometime, but that did not hold its muster. So um, that's all I got for this, uh, for this uh, episode, Jeff. All right. This is another good episode, Ken. All right. So watch USA tomorrow. Uh, remember, uh, support local soccer, support local business. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks, probably maybe uh, after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, see ya. See ya.